0: You're listening to The Nature Connections Show with Sarah Estelle Turner. Your direct connection to the heart of nature. Dedicated to sharing inspirational information to heal and guide your life journey personally and professionally. Hello, welcome everybody to uh, my Nature Connection show. My name is Sarah Estelle-Turner and I'm very delighted today to introduce you to my friend and essence producer and practic- practitioner colleague, Julie Bowman of Lotus Holistic. Welcome, Julie. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to share a little bit of your story with everybody and the inspirational work that you do. So, um, we're going to find out a little bit about you, but just to to give everybody a sort of baseline of, of who Julie is. So, Julie comes from a nursing background and was first introduced to Essences in 1984 with Rescue Remedy. I hear that quite a lot, so it's cool that Rescue Remedy does its job. You're also a reflexologist, a very experienced one. And what I loved about what you shared with me before we started speaking, you said essences have been the backbone of my life.
1: Yeah, they—they they very often, um, because of the way that they interact with you and they bring you into alignment with yourself. They very often just, when you get the right essences, just realign you, bring you back to your centre you can actually get on with it and they they sort of just support you in that process which is really useful um
0: yeah
1: and and they're just part of something that i grab hold of and mostly i'm always on an essences if i'm not i don't need one i find it quite odd so um yeah
0: yeah Likewise, I find that if I have several weeks without one because I'm kind of okay or I forget or whatever when I start taking them again I'm like, oh, so that's what it feels like yeah. to take this. Yeah, which is great actually yeah. yeah So tell us a little bit more about how you began on your own path of healing and how you began working as a healer
1: well, obviously I, I was an, a, a trained nurse and obviously um that was a vocation right from when I was very little. And I used to rub people's feet even at that even at that stage. So even when I was very little I knew that I wanted to nurse. And when I embarked on a nursing career, um really it was the um, it was the frustration when I used to do drug rounds of looking at the side effects of medicines and looking at things and thinking, God, oh, there's got to be a different way. And then there was a Dr. Bavista that set up a pain clinic and he really showed me, there was a different way, I mean he set up one of the first pain clinics in the country in Derby and he used to do things like um, acupuncture, which I found absolutely fascinating, he used to do some weird, really weird and wonderful things and I used to find him absolutely fascinating. So that combined with medic- medicines and seeing the awful side effects of medicines. And I suppose in 1984, when my daughter was yeah, 1984, when my daughter was born, and I was introduced to rescue remedy and homeopathy and all those alternatives. Um, when my marriage broke up in, in 1990, around 1990, I then needed to look at a career because I couldn't carry on nursing because I hadn't got anybody to have my children. I've got three kids. And then I started looking around. I worked with herbs for a while. I embarked on doing music therapy, but I couldn't do that. Uh, I went to uni and started that. But really the kids were getting neglected. So at that point, um, I then started looking around at what my career may be. Um, And also, um, I also put my children into, into a Steiner school. So it's like with the breakup of my marriage, my children started going to a Steiner school in Derbyshire so that really opened my whole realm up of um, reincarnation of looking at Steiner lectures of looking at biodynamics of looking at the whole alternative field um, and and you know it's much wider um, and so really I was, I was I've been very blessed to have gone down that route and i suppose because the music therapy didn't work out i then started to look at alternatives i worked with herbs for a while at a garden center looked at homeopathy but kept coming back to the feet and around the same time i started to do reflexology training because i there wasn't any college courses so i did a very pure reflexology that's all i did and then i looked at I did Reiki training, you know, I went down that route, it became a Reiki master, um, and did some shamanic training and we, was using the just the batch flower essences very early on. And then I started adding in, I, I I discovered um somebody introduced me to the what they were called the master's essences, their spirit in nature. They're a wonderful set of just very simple twenty essences. And then I sort of widened the bush essence, became part of my, um, part of what I work with because Rafe, my husband's former wife, bless her, she passed away with cancer and she worked with essences. So she left me all her essences. So suddenly I inherited like all of the bush essences. So I suddenly, when you take on a set of essences, God, they take you on and you sort of, you do this weaving in with the essences, you know, you sort of go on this bumpy ride till everything settles down. And I suppose I've just built on that. You know, I did a lot of of training with Claire Harvey. I did some trainings alongside her. So we actually did some training with people with the Petit Fleur essences. Uh, We did quite a lot of really nitty gritty research with the Petit Fleur Um and I, I obviously, I'd been on some of Judy Griffith's, Griffin's um, workshops, which were absolutely fascinating. Mm. Um, so I did a lot of work with Claire Harvey. And then I just I did um, some really lovely batch work with a lady called June Raymond, um, who's a nun, and she worked in the community. Uh, she did a really interesting three... think it was three or four Saturdays on all the batch essences and she had a very different way of working with the batch essences and some very different insights and I've done stuff with with Julian Barnard and so I've been very very blessed the Alaskan essences um I work with the Lightbringer essences so I work with a, a big range but then I suppose in 2004 I started making my own range which i didn't even realize at the time um but the the very first one was really to address i've been through some quite deep harrowing um that took me right to the edge really of i had a breakdown and um, for very good reasons and uh, they the essence is really it was um the it was the it was the master essences of spirit in nature that really 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 helped me and i think raspberry was one of the ones and pear plus some of the batch ones but i i got in touch with a friend of mine and i got the essences but she just asked me to down she doused and gave me what i needed and they really you know stopped me i didn't go to the doctors i just i just actually went down the homeopathic route and mainly the the essence route and they really were they just saved my bacon really they just were exactly what I needed. And when we get exactly the essence we need, then they do their magic. And it certainly yeah. did its magic.
0: Interesting to hear that although you were very experienced in essences yourself, that it's often like it, isn't it? It's very difficult to treat yourself. So. Yeah. Somebody
1: else was yeah, there yeah, to support you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was um, just the gift of the essences, and and you know, mostly we can, I can do myself, and, and I'm sure you can your own essences. But sometimes if we're up against it, you just can't do that. And I've got people that I'll just check in if I do myself an essence. Is there something else I'll need. You know, is there something else I need. You know, and I'll I'll they'll go. Yes, you do and they'll help me but nine times out of ten these days I can mostly get what I need but sometimes which is fine you know. Yeah so in
0: 2004 you started making your own essences and they became Lotus Holistic.
1: They did, Um, even the name Lotus Holistic was really from Ray's first wife and um, she'd called her essence because that's what she worked with she called her essence business lotus holistic and it just seemed that it was right to carry on with that name and Mm -hmm. so that's the name i've always used and really now lotus holistic they have their own diva they have their own you know i remember one day doing myself and doing an essence for a client and saying does this can't need any more of my essences and I got this no and I thought oh I thought they might have needed a lotus holistic and straight away it went into yes I thought yeah they're not my essences they're lotus holistic essences I get you and I'm really sorry and you know so you know those things will get a kick up the backside or a smack on the back of the head every now and again when we just to, our egos just come in the way sometimes
0: yeah, it is. It's it's interesting. And I love that you remind us all that um, essence ranges have, have their own, you know, light source. They have their own beings. You know, they, they certainly gardens, do. Yeah, yeah. You know, in the physical world.
1: Yeah. So
0: as as part of Lotus Holistic, you've done something quite extraordinary, which you, I know many people have been blessed by this. You make seaweed essences. So would you like to tell us a little bit about how that came about? and
1: well, yeah, that's been a real journey, actually, and I can't even remember. It's probably about six, seven years ago, and I go to Druid Camp. And at Druid Camp this particular year, there was a, and they're called the Rainbow Camps, which is actually significant later on in the story. But there was a lady called Angie that came, and she said to me, and by this time, I, I, I was well known at camp for taking essences along, and, you know, I used to take a few, I used to take the bats. And the um, the batch, the spirit in nature, and 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 also lotus holistic. Anyway, she said to me this one day, "Do you make seaweed essences?" And I went, "No." I said, "Sure, you should think about it." I thought, mm, "That could be the logistics of that. Living in the Midlands, hmm, that's going to be a little bit bit tricky." But anyway, so the following year she came back, and I still have still not done anything, and she's "Right, leave it with me." So she comes back the following year with these six seaweeds, and I thought, oh, crikey, okay, hmm, better get on with this then. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll dry them out, which is what I did. And, so, and at some point, I'll do something with these essences. Anyway, later that year, I was going, I just happened to be going on retreat up to Mull, you know, as these things unfold, and I thought, And I just kept getting a nudge, you need to take those seaweeds with you. And I was a bit cranky about that, and it was like, well, I'm going on retreat, and I was a bit sort of, a bit miffed. And in the end, I said, oh, for goodness sake, just get on with it. Take them up with you. Do what you need to do. And do it with a good heart, actually. Come on. So I gave myself a little bit of a kick up the bum. Put, packed all these seaweeds into the car and took them up to mom. And what I did, I actually rehydrated them in seawater. And you could see the energy of the the seaweed coming alive. It was. Um... But I'd also taken some water up with me. So when, I, when I'd actually taken them out of the seawater, I then put them into, into spring water. And I made, over the course of three days, I made six seaweed essences. And on the second day, there was just this massive rainbow. It was just this, just this massive. And we had storms over those two days. We had all the, all the range of weather that you could, you could have. And I just took, I'd taken the, the, um, I'd taken them back to my cottage. I was stopping in, overlooking the actual uh, west coast, overlooking the sea, and overlooking this fabulous coastline on, on the, on the, um, uh, on the seashores of Mull, which was just incredible. And it was up from the beach, so that was the first six. And um, Around, and it became, and oh, I brought them back to Derby and it became very clear quite quickly to me that for whatever reason they actually also wanted to be mixed together, which I didn't fully understand because I, the way I work, and often a lot of us work when we make essences, we get this pull. I don't work by the sun, I don't work by the moon, I work with that. It's like a pull, it's like this energetic, it's like this. You need to do this. And and it's like this, the calling, it just becomes, it just overtakes the whole of me. And um, so it became very clear. They just all wanted to be mixed together, really, very, very, very quickly. And so at that point, I actually took some of the each of the six and put them together. And it was almost like they became their own thing. And then around that time, I can't tell you the order of the events, but I did a a journey, and I ended up in front of Neptune. And Neptune was really very angry. He was angry at the way we were treating the planet. He was angry about what we're doing. And I just said, look, I'm really sorry for my part. I'm not going to take the whole responsibility, but I am sorry for my part in this. And I just promised I would do some work. So that's where... You know, the mix. And the mix I thought it, to start off with was just the water healing. But it became very quickly, from the stories that came back and the feedback, that actually they were to do lantean and work and help with the anti-fracking and help with realigning and all sorts of things. And as I've added in to those essences, the, the mix has become wider and I really... Always say to people, I don't recommend people take it orally because it won't poison you, but it will actually give you a very bumpy ride. And the few people I had, one woman say to me one day how she thought she could she could take it because she thought that she was um, okay with that and she could. Her energy was in the great place. She'd had three drops and it actually sent her reeling. And um, her life just became this total chaotic thing. Now, that could have happened anyway, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, the last time I spoke to her, I said, Well, where is the seaweed we now? She wrote in the back of my cupboard. I said, But you should be working with it. You should be using it to honour the land and honour the water and honour the earth because that's what it's for. And it only needs to be a simple ceremony, a simple thank you i had a, a woman come to me recently at the plank consciousness and she looked at me bless her heart and said well i don't think i'm good enough to be doing this and i just looked at her and i was so touched by this woman and i just said well can you say thank you and she said well yeah and i said so let's take the, the, the word ceremony out of this and let's just make it a thank you a uh, ritual or a thank you whatever way so because all you need to do is put it onto the earth and say to the spirits of the earth, the spirits in the earth, "Thank you and thank you to the water, whatever. And, and I said, "Do you think you could do that?" She says, "Well, I can do that." And I said, "And do you know something coming from somebody like you that actually who's been told you're not enough and you're not good enough and you need to actually just know that you are enough and know that you're just the same as me and you're a special lady in your own right." That, it, that would be doing a great service for the planet and for the water. And I just, it just, her story just really touched me of, of um, and I put on um, on a sheet, you know, t- for ceremony. And sometimes you don't realise the impact of th- that that has sometimes on. But I actually posted her. She gave me a, um, a donation for postage and I posted her the essence and she texted me to say she'd got it and she's looking forward to working with it. So I think that was, um, you know, a lovely a lovely uh, example, really, of but just bringing it right down to earth, you know, for people, bless her heart, you know, to think that she wasn't good enough. You know, it's um, sad that to me it was, um, but what a joy to be able to sort of say well, to her, I Come on. Really
0: lovely that she knew, you know, that she connected enough with herself to actually know. That you know, I mean, it's not not that it's the truth in any way, yeah. but you know, she you got there quite quickly, you know, yeah, yes, that's which was right. great. She was in yeah. the right place. Yeah. So I know that you very very generously um, help people use the seaweed essences. So if there's anybody listening who would like to know more, um, what do they do? Well, they can contact him, contact me on my website, which is Julie Bowman.
1: Or it's lotus holistic, and you'll find my website, which has got um, uh, reflexology and various things. But you'll, you'll, you can. There's two phone numbers, so you can either email me or phone me. Um, I like to talk to people, as you know, Sarah, um, because I think talking sometimes you can actually you can hear the the you know the tones in people's voice. Um, and and one of the things I don't charge. I never have for that. Essence. Uh, people do donate, which is always hello, which is always grateful. Um, and people were very, very, very generous at the Plant Consciousness. I got over 100 pounds in donations, which will go back in to help with that. Uh, but I sent worldwide over 1,500 bottles out worldwide, which is amazing. They've gone as far as the Red Sea. They've gone as far as Africa. They've gone out. To New Zealand, they've gone across to Australia, onto the continent. I think they've even gone over to Russia. So they and I and at the plant consciousness, there was a woman from Standing Rock Lakota, and she's taken two bottles back to um, Standing Rock.
0: Fabulous,
1: which is amazing. And one of the things that happened to me last year, when they were doing all the water ceremonies. I actually used to get called. And I used to go on Facebook, which I don't in the middle of the night. Normally I keep. But every night I went on, there was a water ceremony going on. And it was live. And I would just put my hand onto the screen and just visualise whatever was going in. But the people had brought water from all over the world. And they were putting it into the river. And I, t- I told her this story. And, it, and it, it just made me cry because she talked about being canonised. She talked about being shot at with rubber bullets. She talked about being pepper sprayed and being tear gassed. And she had to stop feeding her baby because the the pepper, was, pepper spray was going out through her milk. And I gave her some helping hands and she took some helping hands. And I gave her uh, one of the seaweed essences, which is actually for disorientation. And it helped her with a jet lag. So she she's taken some of the seaweed essence to work with yeah. on the land at Standing Rock, which is and it's the most up to date, so it's got some really pokey, really quite um like Oxwich Bay, which actually is an amazing it will help with psychic attack. It will help if you put a few drops to totally detach. So that's done some really quite extraordinary work. Um with house clearances and all sorts of things. Fabulous. Which is um, am- amazing, really.
0: Mm. Yeah. So the other thing that I want to talk to about, about, um, which I think you, we definitely need to talk about, is the fact that you are an author of your own book. I am, Yeah. Yes, you have yeah. a copy there, I think, don't I you? I have. Do so you want me to um, show you? Let's have a look, yeah. So for anybody watching, if you're listening to this, you'll have to... Uh, imagine it but it's a very beautiful book with a lotus on the front and it's lotus holistic essences so it's kind of a manual of your essence range is that right it is. it is it's it's called the an encyclopedia
1: of the lotus holistic essences and it's got all the up-to-date ones apart from the last few that i made this year but even the picture of the lotus of the lotus is not quite magical because i channeled the lotus when I was making um, an essence up for somebody one day, and um, I'd got lotus. I'd got um, a lotus with the Bailey's range, but I was told very clearly, no, you need you need to. And I thought I need to channel this, and it was like, yes, you need to channel it. So I grabbed a bigger bottle because I thought this actually is going to be something that I'm going to need. I'm not just going to need it for this person. I'm going to need it as an ongoing thing. Anyway, so I channeled that. So I haven't got a picture really. And I ended up, My, my one of our children lives in Austria and I went into a um, shop, it was like a junk shop with lots and lots and lots of different things and presents. And I've gone in for the person that was looking after the, the cats at the time. And um, anyway, I was looking around and I got what I needed for her, but then there was just something else. I thought, oh, there's something else in here I need and I started to look. And then I came across this beautiful focus, photograph of a, of a lotus. And that was this particular image. And it was like, that's the, that's absolutely, it's got that gold in the middle, it's got the, the, the lotus. And it was all, I'd already got my, the lotus, the, the logo. And it was like, wow. So the those spirit, when they sort of put you into those, and I've got the lovely photograph now in my, in my healing room of this beautiful lotus. Flower that I use, I use on, um, I've used on the book of my, uh, the cover of my book. So that that was just one of those extraordinary stories that follows us through when we make essences, really. So, Sarah, Sarah, as you know,
0: yeah, always a good sign that we are in the right place at the right time. And yeah, that's, that's right. right. You stayed, yeah. yeah. So, if somebody would like a copy of your beautiful book, how do they get hold of that?
1: Well, they can either um, ring me, contact me, and I've got some copies here that I can sign for people, um, which is twenty pound plus postage, or they can get it through Amazon, basically. Okay. So either either one or the other. And I think it's twenty one ninety nine through Amazon. And uh, as I say, most of the essences are in. The last few ones that I've been making this year aren't in, but you know, I think that's that'll either be an addition to this or it'll be a second book really, because the book came out of me wanting to Im- give people more information and if nothing else I've got a brilliant reference book now I can sort of because it's got index at the back I can, actually, I can actually look up you know what you know if there's an essence I want to grieve for it, and if there's an essence I want to whatever it is and you think oh yes you know so I don't have to sort of get that too much going I've actually got it all in the book really
0: cool. well congratulations it's a big big achievement yeah, yeah thank you. inspiring us so um i know one of the um, things that you've done quite recently you've started working with willada i
1: have Yeah. Nice. that's been quite i mean obviously i've got my initial um essence Christmas Cap Sun that really is a, a dynamic essence in its, and it was the first essence I want to mention that because it was an ex it's an extraordinary essence and it's part of the helping hands and it just brings you into alignment and it's when you've had your circuits blown which when I made it in 2004 it was very 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 um very appropriate and then I went on to make it from the moon and that was about breaking free from constraints and limitations. So that was the same plant, but it was, you know, it it, it, it does, it, it does. well, I made a sun and a moon one. So I did want to mention that because that really, you know, the essences I've been making at either are extraordinary. But then I look back on the whole range. I do workshops now just with the Lotus Holistic because they're, they're complete in their own right. There's more coming. I still work with the whole range that I've got, other ranges. Um, but I think it's quite extraordinary, really. And it takes quite a lot of trust that you're doing the right thing when you start to just, at times. That's what you're working with. But the, the Waleedah, really, it, it, last year, I ended up doing somebody, uh, I ended up doing the head gardener from Waleedah. And I'd done the head pharmacist for years, and she retired a lovely lovely lady she's in her 80s now and she put together some extraordinary recipes which unfortunately well up now have to pull a lot of their medicines because of the legislation um but i've ended up with the head gardener coming to me and i, I was talking to her one day and and i and i had been thinking oh god you know it it sort of I don't know how these thoughts come in your head or how you quite have these thoughts, but the the thought of I don't know whether it was like the well-eater pulling me or whether I sort of had the thought, but it was like actually it would be I wondered if it would possible be possible to come and make essences on the field. So I had this conversation and she just said, That would be great. Well, it was quite amusing because the very first essence I, I, I went and did a plant spirit plant spirit day, a plant um Study day at Walida, which was which they're great. The study days are just you study in one plant, you're spending all day with the, that plant, it's quite extraordinary. So, they, those days are great. So, the first essence, um, I said to her, You know, is it okay if I can make an essence? And she just went, But there's nothing happening today. And I went, Well, I'm making an essence because I was definitely getting the call to make this essence. And, well, biodynamically, there was nothing happening. But for me, I was making an essence. So it really quite confused her because when you're working biodynamically, you're actually working with the phases, moon, phases of the sun, but you never do anything on a full moon. So there's certain days and you would do like leaf, flower, root days. But it's sort of, you could, I could see her quite confused really. and I said, but I'm making an essence. So I said, so is it okay? She said, well, yes, that's fine. But there's nothing happening. And I went, well, I'm making an essence. So there was like this bit of um, a thing going off. And uh, so I went off, took my bowl and put the bowl. And I didn't pick any flowers. I just lifted the bowl up and then I, I went away. And it wasn't till afterwards that I, I clocked that it was actually a solar eclipse or it was an eclipse at that day. I didn't do it because of that. I actually did it because that's what I was called to do. And it's about that particular essence, the calendula, the Marigold, is about bringing the sunshine back in to people's lives. It's about um, depression, but we're not allowed to say that, but I just have. So, um, But it's about deep melancholia, deep, you know, and it's about bringing that party spirit back. So that was the very first essence I made and then um, and then there was I made Pope Root which is all about women being put down or men being put down and it's about it's the castes and it's about um, women stepping into their power really but Pope Root is also about it's about deep held anchor, deep held anger if you look at the, the flower of root, I've got a picture of it here. Um, the stems, the stalks, are deep, deep, deep red. Now they also treated it homeopathically it's phytolacca which is treatment for um, it's here. Can you see that?
0: Yes, oh yeah, I can see the stalks, yes.
1: And if you, if you think about phytolacca, it it's treatment for mastitis. And so the breasts get very, very, very angry. But this, um, is it's for... Do you want me to read an excerpt from this, of what Pope Root is, is what it, what it says? It's, it's about doing... It's about the middle ground in things, making things happen strong and steady, and it's about bringing balance, uh, where the balance needs to be struck between male and female activity and stillness, clearing out the old... And outworn and birth in the new so it but it's about when people have been really put down um, so it's like when women have been put down where there's very much macho uh, where women have been submissive so it, it's actually bringing that and it deals with deep held anger um, that's what the Pope root is about.
0: Yeah, very powerful essence.
1: Very, very powerful essence. And what was extraordinary, um, Jan Rose, who works with the range of essences, she also made one at the same time. So we made these two essences we didn't know simultaneously. And hers again is quite similar. It's quite similar. But she made hers on an old estate where women have been put down. So hers, was made on an on natural estate.
0: Um, oh, interesting. So very, yeah. very, 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 and it was
1: calling to a So, very, very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I went on to make Belladonna. And when I was going down to the um, Plant Consciousness, I did ask Walida for permission to put that they'd given me permission to make essences on, on the field. And um, and i also managed to uh source some biodynamic organic brandy so although the original essences weren't made in a biodynamic organic brandy the stock is uh, it, the stock is being made with that so really which is actually because it's four or five drops of the original you, you know they're made with you know they've got that the bulk of it is biodynamic organic brandy
0: So you're now developing a range of your own essences made with the plants in the Willaida Gardens. Yeah, which is very
1: exciting. And I mean, one of the ones I made was Belladonna, which was quite extraordinary because it's about distorted view of body image. And if you think about what Belladonna was used, it was used to dilate the pupils, but you couldn't see. And in the day where women are having their lips pumped up and the cheeks and this, you know, perhaps for somebody that's anorexic. It's got this distorted view of body image. Very, very useful. So out of Walida, there's some, there's some extraordinary essences coming out. And then I made, I earlier this year, I made five within the space of two weeks. And they had to be made in a specific order. Um, and that was quite extraordinary. And that really took me right down into the depths, bringing me right back into the light. The last one I made was Moline or Mulin. And that is about aligning you with the light. So I went down, I sort of, chamomile was the first one. And each, and then yarrow, which was taller. So each plant got taller, the ones I made. So yarrow was the next, and then I made echinacea, which took me right into this deep, raw trauma. And then I came and made an essence out of angelica seed, which was about taking the space, because they're extraordinary, the seed globes just quite extraordinary really tall plant so again i was given this space and i was brought back and then then i finished off with this mullin, which is a fabulous beautiful yellow very tall flower but that is about aligning you with spirit and at the plant consciousness they spoke about that, about mullin and aligning you with spirit and that actually was a very um good way of putting actually what had happened Within the space of two weeks, this journey, this amazing journey, I've been on.
0: So, it is quite a journey you've been on, isn't it? And it continues, uh-huh. and that's always the way when we work with nature—is that it's an ongoing journey. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. I've learned a load and I've listened to your talks quite a few times at the British Flower and Vibrational Essence Association gathering. And of course I know you as well, but I've learned things that I didn't know and it's been a pleasure to be able to share what you do with others and hopefully to, I'm sure there are people listening or watching who would like to know more And also, I'm sure you've inspired people just to keep going with their journeys. And no matter how it looks from the outside, you know, we just keep going and we keep trusting and we keep allowing in the magic. That's
1: absolutely right. Can I just mention a workshop I'm doing? I've got a workshop in November and I've also got a workshop next March. So I just wanted to say
0: that. If people want to keep up abreast of what you're doing, where would they go to find out?
1: To my website and um if they, yeah which is julie at lotus Holistic. no it's not that's my email um if you go on to um lotus so it's so
0: you know for people watching this maybe in you know because these interviews go on forever if yes, you want to, I know the most up-to-date thing that julie's doing is just pop onto your website and you've also got a facebook page of the same name
1: Yes, I have, Yeah, Well, Julie Bowman, oh, it was a load of one, but I'm not very good with uh, all the Facebook bit, but, I, but uh, I'm sure people will find me if they need to find They do,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Well, the fact that, yeah, just type things into a, a search yeah. engine and you're away.
1: It's been delightful, Sarah, to uh, talk to you. I've done a lot of yakking and... Uh, well,
0: that's, that's what it's all about, so that people <laughs> can meet you, yeah, and learn from your experience. So thank you very, very much. You're very,
1: very welcome and bless you. Thanks ever so much, Sarah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: -bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You're listening to The Nature Connections Show with Sarah Turner. Your direct connection to the heart of nature. Dedicated to sharing inspirational information to heal and guide your life journey personally and professionally.